so we got to play you two. We're so delighted. Liz Nugent is joining us. And uh, we fell in love with uh, Liz in 2014. And she was actually on our show for her book, Unraveling. Oliver, you're now on your fourth book, and Little Cruelties just came out yesterday. Liz, thanks for being with us. Oh, it's such a pleasure to be back. I wish I was there in person. Oh, I don't know if you do. It snowed, it's cold. Last week we had the nice 74 unusual Minneapolis-St. Paul weather. I know, but I, 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 I'm, I'm really talking about getting out of the house because oh, we're yeah. in total lockdown here. We're in total lockdown and there's nothing open and you can't go anywhere and you can't go more than, uh, say, three miles from your home. So we are in total, total lockdown. Well, Liz, this is a good time then for people to know about a fantastic <laughs> book because Little Cruelties, I mean... What we are just like, this story is so unbelievable. You have to give uh, people who are listening, who are interested in reading this book, the setup. Okay. So it opens with a funeral, and um, it's clear that there are three brothers, and one of the brothers is in the coffin. And one of the brothers, you know from the very opening page, that one of the brothers is in the coffin. One of the brothers murdered him. But you don't know which brother is dead, and you don't know which brother killed him, and you don't know why. So there are three central questions to be answered. And so the story goes backwards and forwards through their lives as children and as they grow into adults under the influence of their particularly poisonous mother. And... Um, you find out more about them and their rivalries and how their rivalries turn so bitter and caustic uh, until one of them is murdered. It, it Okay, Liz, this book, it just... It, wild, it's, huh? it's wild, and Lori and I were talking yesterday because we... We both had a little bit left, and I'm, it's just so good. I loved it. I loved yeah. it, and what a twist. But I want to <laughs> say, we couldn't, we were almost done, and like, who the heck is in the coffin? So you had us going the whole way through the book, and we were kind of just trying to guess and everything. But, you know, your inspiration for this book, I, I was watching a YouTube video of you, is really interesting. Can you tell everybody about that? Oh, about the... Nina Salon. Neon Simone's yeah. song. Well, it's actually a song by Janice Ian called Stars. But on YouTube, I found a clip of Nina Simone singing the same song in 1976 at the Montreux Jazz Festival in Europe. And it's towards the end of her career. And she is clearly under the influence of drink or drugs. And she shouts at somebody in the audience and she forgets the lyrics of the song. But the the lyrics of the song are all about celebrity. They're all about fame. And they're all about how dangerous fame is and how damaging it can be if you are of a fragile nature. So that was really the inspiration for the song because in the story, each one of the brothers and their mother um, are involved in show business in one way or another um, as the story goes on. So uh, I just thought it would be a really interesting way to explore that story. And the Nina Simone, that Nina Simone um, YouTube clip was such a huge inspiration because I did want a character like that, like a, a broken down, 
rock star. Mm-hmm. So, oh, you captured that. it. You <laughs> captured it with you know who. I don't even know if I can use the names of the don't, characters. Don't even say any of the names. If, don't give away. I don't want to give away any. If you're just joining us, we're t- chatting with Liz Nugent in Ireland. Her book that just came um, to us yesterday is um, Little Cruelties. I have a question because in the UK, it's our little cruelties. Yeah. Why did you in, drop that? In, uh, I, no, I didn't drop it. Um, the UK added it. It oh. was my Canadian editor, uh, N- uh, Nita Parnavost. Nita um, um, suggested that the title should be Little Cruelties because it's from a line in the book. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And, and the UK editors uh, in England... Uh, wanted to add our little cruelties because they thought a three-word title is better than a two-word title. I have no idea why. <laughs> I have no say in whatsoever that. in the titles of my books or in the covers or anything like that. But isn't it a beautiful cover? It's, it's a beautiful... you have? Yes, it's a beautiful cover. And, and I just... Everything about this this book, I think one of the things, you know, we're talking about sibling rivalry, mental illness, substance abuse, fame, fame betrayal, mm-hmm. jealousy, total dysfunctional family. And and you write, you know, we've been reading different things about you, but the story's told from the brother's viewpoint. I and, feel like you always write from the male perspective. Well, no, I've had two books in between, okay. uh, Lying in Waste. And skin deep, and both of those were told from um, the female perspective. Okay, much more so. How did yeah. we miss those, Liz? We're going to have to go back and um, read those well, because we you, love you mysteries. Get, you can get lying and wait. Skin deep wasn't published in America, but okay. lying and wait is available. Okay, so you can pick that up anywhere. All right, good. And then we uh, learned from the back of your book jacket that all of your books. Unraveling Oliver, Lying in Wait, and maybe this one, Little Cruelties and Skin Deep, they've all been optioned? Yeah, um, it looks, it looks um, Unraveling Oliver, like a lot of books get optioned yes. and, and very few get made, but it looks like Unraveling Oliver it will definitely go ahead, and it looks like Lying in Wait will definitely go ahead. The Question mark over skin deep. I thought somebody was going to take it, but maybe not. Yeah. Well, and this book, this one little cruelties, is very close to getting across the line. So I can't even say anything about it at the moment. Okay. But it looks very likely that it will be on a major network within the next few years. Okay. okay. It is so nasty, naughty. I mean, these, the, the, yeah. I mean, I'm really being honest. I mean, there are these characters are hardcore characters and their yeah. narcissism and everything about them is, is interesting. And, Although, hey, did and, you have a, a soft spot for one of the brothers yes, or I the do. other, the, the, the youngest? The younger one. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a soft spot for one over the other or no? Oh, of course. You did. Yeah. I, I think we can all agree. On yeah. Who, yeah. Who, who yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But for, because. His his behavior, although it's appalling, is not his fault. No, right. you know, he 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 suffers from a mental health issue, which is kind of clear from the beginning. You kind of know that this guy is not going to be. Uh, he's not going to turn it turn it terribly normal. Um, 
So, but it's funny in parts as well. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed reading from the men's perspective, you know, from the different boys' yeah. perspective as a woman. You know, we are so used to hearing female voices. Yeah. This was really kind of fun, just three brothers and hearing mm-hmm. their different takes on different scenarios and situations throughout their life. I felt I thought that was really kind of different. Yeah. Yeah, I have four brothers of my own. Oh, so you plenty, do. Plenty of men in, uh, <laughs> and a husband. <laughs> so plenty of men in my life to to uh, to tune into and to hear from. Although I have to say that none of them are as damaged and cruel and horrible as the characters in this book. Well, thank goodness. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Liz Nugent. Her new book is Little Cruelties. It is such a great read. You We'll be wondering who until the end, who done it. And, you know, Liz, you're talking um, to us from Ireland. I know that you have been, you've written award-winning television shows. You've done, um, you interview authors. You you do a lot of different stuff because you were mm-hmm. in media and things for a long time before you started becoming a novelist. Is there yeah. a question that you always would ask authors that people might not ever ask you? Um, I, I, well, I always want to know, you know, what, what, what were the books that you enjoyed when you were a child? That's the question I will mm-hmm. always ask, you know, because that kind of tells me something about, you know, it's, uh, and it's usually whatever they enjoyed as a, as a young teenager, or it ends up being the books, the kind of books that they write. And what I loved when I was a teenager was, um, well, even when I was younger, when I was 10 and 11, I, was, I read The Godfather oh. and Jaws because I couldn't get in to see them in the cinema because I was too young mm-hmm. and I was furiously jealous. But my parents had the books, so I read the books Wow! <laughs> when, I was, when I was really young. That's a heavy and read I, for a youngster. Yeah, and actually, in in the there's a lot of sex in in, in the Jaws, novel, yeah, in the book, which they didn't put in the film. But because I was so young, it kind of went over my head. I didn't notice it. Yeah, you didn't know. I didn't what, get it. Right. I didn't get it. So you know, I so I'm I'm not terribly in favor of censoring books for children. I say if if. If they're too young for it, they won't get it. Yeah, they'll go over their heads. That's right. That's so funny because if I think about like the book that really sealed my deal for loving reading, third grade and Nancy Drew books, mysteries. And to this day, I still love mysteries. Sure. Everybody read Flowers in the Attic. Yes. Crazy. Oh, my God. Everybody loved that. Everybody loved that. But that that was again a very psychologically sinister book, mm-hmm. you know, which which turns out to be the kind of books that I write. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, so what's the last great book you've read, Liz? Oh, the last great book. Well, I tell you, the last book I read that has nothing to do with the kind of books that I read is a book called High Fire by Owen Colfer. Um, the first name is spelled E-O-I-N, and the second name is C-O-L-F-E-R. And it is about a dragon who lives on the bayou who um, has very strong opinions about the way dragons are represented in Game of Thrones. Oh. He loves Flashdance. 
<laughs> and he loves Jack Daniels. And it's just a riot. It is the funniest book. I mean, because I, I, I'm almost on the diet of psychological thrillers. I, so many people send me psychological thrillers mm-hmm. to, for endorsement purposes right. or I'm reading them because I have to interview the writers and stuff. So this was just a total break for me and a total high to find a book that was so completely different to anything I've ever read before. I'm not the kind of person who reads fantasy and dragons and that mm. kind of thing. But this was just a riot. It was so funny. It was so clever. It was so smart. It's just it's hilarious. So High Fire by Owen Colfer is a book that I would recommend. Oh, that's a Liz, great recommendation. And, and we are recommending <laughs> your books, Little Cruelties. Um, it's just fantastic. And having also read Unraveling Oliver, that book grabs you by the yes, first page. And um, I can only imagine when that comes to the big or small screen, um, how good that will be. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Fingers crossed. Everybody keep their fingers crossed for me, please. We, we are going to. How long are you guys on lockdown in Ireland? Uh, A month? This is the end of our second week, but we were in lockdown before. We were in lockdown for three months and then we came out of it. Mm-hmm. And then we have five levels of lockdown and then we were in level lockdown three for about two months and then we had to get really strict because the number of cases kept rising and now at the moment the the, the numbers are pretty good um, they've been managed very well there's far less deaths and um, far fewer deaths and there are um, uh, the case numbers are definitely coming down but the focus we don't really have thanksgiving here it's not a celebration right but the focus the focus really is to try and have retail open before christmas so good make some money yeah Yeah. good Um, because uh, it's really it's It's detrimental on businesses yeah uh it's so hard on businesses all retail shops the only shops that are the only stores that are open are pharmacies and supermarkets that's it. Oh, yeah. gosh. That's well, we idea. wish you guys, we wish you well over there. And again, what a treat Thank to you. talk to you. And we can't wait to see what happens on the big screen, on TV, <laughs> in the bookstores. Yes. Uh, little cruelties. Uh, Thanks, Liz. Thank you. I can't wait for you to find out who's in the coffin. <laughs> I, I know. One, so of us knows. One of us knows. I know. Knows. And I am just like, <laughs> wow. the ending is something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Lovely to talk to you. You too. All right, we'll be right back.